0: Good evening, Life & Ball Podcast. We give your game life. You can find us on Facebook, JFileLab. I am JFile. Thanks for tuning in on this glorious evening. Obviously, the Michigan Wolverines are going to Indy. Michigan State fans said it couldn't happen. Well, here we are. If you're from this state of Michigan, you will have a team to watch next weekend. Doesn't happen very often. Hasn't happened since 2015 when Sparty beat Iowa. And guess who plays Iowa this time? Michigan. So, interesting weekend for Michigan. Uh, clearly, 42-27 victory for Michigan. I'm, I'm still a little shocked. I, I really, how could you not be? How could you not be shocked when a team has pummeled you so many times in the last 20 years? I think every single person, even you Michigan fans, who say you're so confident, in the back of your mind, you knew or thought that it probably wouldn't happen. But here you are. You're at the big boy table now. Eleven and one. You're number two in the coaches' poll. You might be number two in the college football playoff rankings. You'll definitely be in the top four heading into this weekend. You have everything in front of you. Um, a lot to cover with that. I'm gonna do my little spiel here first. See that this is the thing you deal with this always in this state. And I think there's one thing I want to mention for sure. We've got two very competitive universities in this state. Michigan State has a good basketball program, a good football program. Michigan has a good basketball program and a good football program. The energy is very high in this state. I like it. I think it's better like this. But I think there's a reason why when you're on the Michigan side, there's a reason why you just want to let those guys be in their own world. And I, and I argue with my Spartan friends a lot about this. Where I always wonder, why do they complain so much about Michigan? Where both, look, both fan bases are cocky. They get a little arrogant. They talk a little trash. It's normal. Now, if you're a former athlete and you played for both schools, there's something you know that maybe we don't. I get that. Look, I played collegiate basketball. I had some rivalries at the college level. I played a little bit of professional ball. Hell, I had rivalries in high school. I get it. When you're an athlete, there's things that you use as motivation. They don't respect us. They look down on us. Hey, Michigan used that this weekend. They played with a chip. They played with an edge. Michigan State uses that to their advantage. I've said it since I've been blue in the face, I go over this over and over. Michigan State comes out with a certain energy in that game, and it's a great energy. You have to play with an edge and a chip on your shoulder to win at the highest level, especially in football. And really, you can argue in basketball at the highest levels as well. You have to have an edge. You have to play with confidence. You have to play with incredible resolve. There's all sorts of things I could go down the list of that you got to have to win at the highest level in college and professional sports. But I'm going to talk to you fans today because you are part of, the, part of the big thing here. Without you fans, we don't have any of this. Without crazy people talking about this, like myself, nonstop, it's not that important. I understand that part. I'm a former athlete, so I'm on this side now where I like to talk about sports. And I, and I can tell you this, the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry is a strange one for me. It's always going to be strange because I always feel, and I'm oblivious every year, but I always feel like you should want your state to be better than other states. Now, I might be in a weird world for some, but I always feel like I don't want Ohio State to win ever. Because I don't like Ohio. I don't want that team in that state to ever win. Now, Michigan State has the same attitude towards Michigan, who's in their state. Now, I get it. There's North Carolina. There's Duke. But here's the thing about North Carolina and Duke. They both have a high amount of respect for each other because they both win all the time. And the standard for them is what? Winning championships. And this is just basketball, obviously, I'm talking. But the standard is we fight for championships here. And I know basketball is different than football. But sometimes expectations are very similar for basketball and football. So let's just get to it, shall we? So I made this post, and I want your opinion on it. You can answer it. You can look at it on my Facebook, J-File Lab. And and I made a statement, and it's just it's puzzling to me. Michigan State fans and just national media in general ripping and making fun of Jim Harbaugh. By the way, this is not an endorsement for Jim Harbaugh. I'm not a Jim Harbaugh fan. I haven't really liked him, and I still wonder if he is truly the guy for this team. But Jim Harbaugh has won 10 games now. What is this, five times? Okay, so in 15, he won 10 in 16, he won 10. In 18, he won 10. So this is his fourth time, right? Was it four out of six? What it four out of seven? Whatever. He's won 10 games a few times. I'll have to go back over uh, the numbers another day. But I know for a fact in 18, 15, 16, and now 21, he's won 10 games. And now he's at 11 wins, his most ever as a Michigan coach, and he's got an opportunity to play in the college football playoff. My question for you Michigan State fans is, is 10 wins just a low bar for Michigan but a huge high step and bar for you and I don't want to hear this like a lot of state fans have been saying well the expectation is higher for Michigan but really Jim Harbaugh came into a program let's just be honest it was probably worse off than Mel Tucker situation was people always say that like oh well Mel Tucker came into a rebuild did Jim Harbaugh not that thing was falling off the hinges under Brady Hoke. You had players out there playing with concussions. You had all sorts of stuff that was going on in the background legally that wasn't very good. They just came off a losing season. And, and, you know, didn't Mark D'Antonio win a bowl game his last year? Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think he won a bowl game his last year. So I don't want to hear this Mel Tucker came into a rebuild situation. No, your coach that you're replacing won championships. So this isn't a rebuild, or is that just what you guys want to say to make yourself feel better about yourself? Jim Harbaugh came into a rebuild situation and won 10 games his first year. And I understand that the first year for Mel Tucker was a different one. I'm not going to sit here and and be oblivious to that. Mel Tucker walked into a situation last minute, COVID-19 hit, that's a nightmare, And I don't expect any coach to go out there and win a championship or even have a great year under those circumstances. But the standard is strange because you think Michigan winning 10 games is awful, but you're celebrating your coach who just won 10 games. How is the situation any different? Rebuild at Michigan State, but it wasn't at Michigan? It was absolutely a rebuild at Michigan. Jim Harbaugh drives me bananas. I'm not a huge fan. The one thing Jim Harbaugh's done great this year is he's revamped his staff. And I think you're only as good as your staff. And Jim Harbaugh's done a fantastic job with the additions of Mike Hart, Klingsdale as the DB coach, and, 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 you know, Sharon Moore's been amazing on the O-line coach, and Mike McDonald's a new DC who's a little more diverse than Don Brown was. That's the best thing Jim Harbaugh's done as a coach. And Josh Gaddis has finally started to click at the OC, especially this year, because he was outstanding against Ohio State, and they have an identity running the ball, and they actually look like they're a team that knows what the heck they're doing now. But let's not be you know dishonest here. Jim Harbaugh walked into a nightmare. And it was rebuild central. And they had some holdovers that were still really good players. And a he made a couple moves, and hey, he got a transfer quarterback. And he hasn't done much different things than Mel Tucker did. Jim Harbaugh's hit the portal when he first got there. And what do you Michigan State fans say? Jim can't get it done. He's trash. Ten wins, no title. You just extended your coach for ten years, ninety-five million, and your coach came from Colorado University as a losing coach. Our coach came from the NFL losing in the Super Bowl. There's a big difference. And you could say, well, it's a product of Nick Saban. Well, there's a lot of products of a lot of people. The bottom line is, there's a huge difference of expectations because, let's just be frank, the coach you have now, you didn't want, and the coach you just extended for $95 million over 10 years had a losing record for two years out of the last three. And you could say whatever you want to come up with excuses, but this guy hasn't proven anything. That he's that great. And look, you guys can say, oh, you're talking bad about people. I should talk bad about you. Bring it on. You guys can say anything negatively about me personal that you want. I'm talking sports here. Mel Tucker has had a really good year. I commend you all. But don't sit here and think that his situation was any lesser than Jim Harbaugh's. And also, don't rip jim harbaugh then for winning 10 games because your coach just won 10 and you're celebrating him that's a problem expectations and standards are only what you want them to be to make you feel good about yourself and if you want to just say hey say the the standard at michigan's higher well that's what your fan base expects i guess you're right the fan base and the people in michigan expect championships if jim harbaugh loses to iowa guess what's going to happen People are going to want Jim Harbaugh fired. That's the, that's the standard of Michigan football. Jim Harbaugh has to get the job done, and he knows that. By the way, they cut Jim Harbaugh's pay after having multiple 10-win seasons. You just extended your coach before he even won 10 games, before he ever won anything. Standards, expectations are different. Now, you can get mad, and you can fight me. That's fine. You can hate what I'm saying. That's fine, too. But these are factual statements. You extended a coach who hasn't won anything as a college coach yet. Not as a head coach. Nothing. Jim Harbaugh, people can say, well, what has he won? Well, he went to the Super Bowl. That matters. You you can knock it, and again, 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 I'm not endorsing Jim Harbaugh. I'm just saying, don't sit here and throw stones at the glass house all day. You're making fun of a guy where you are in the same world as that guy. And by the way, I just had a great conversation with a Spartan administrator. And he says, I want to knock, you know, narrow it down for you. And he gave me great things, by the way, talking about Michigan State and, and why, you know, We do it this way, and you guys do it that way. I'm like, that's fine. I I respect that, and I'm not going to go on the air and say a lot about it. It's pretty much the standard, though, and Michigan is arrogant and has crazy expectations and standards, and we do it as we want to build slowly and, and build a great brand and be a champion over time. I respect that, but here's the thing. You are ripping a coach for not getting it done, and he finally did get it done. Are you willing to wait that long for Mel Tucker? Huh? Are you willing to wait as long as Michigan had to wait for Jim Harbaugh to win a title? Are you willing to look in the mirror and say, yes, I will take the path that Michigan, my hated rival, took? I will take that path and wait that long, as long as I see great seasons with 10 wins just like Jim Harbaugh did, and then eventually, eventually we beat Ohio State and we win this conference. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to wait? Mm, Isn't that interesting how that works? So you could sit here and say, we're ready to join the big boy table. Are you really? Because let me just tell you something. Kenneth Walker ain't playing next year. And that schedule you got next year, my friends, ain't that easy. You got Wisconsin. You hadn't had them in a while. Got the old Badgers. Good luck there. You get to go at Penn State. You get to get to go at Michigan. And oh, by the way, your first Big Ten game is against Ohio State. A team that's gonna be real pissed off because they didn't get to Indy. A team that's gonna have a whole lot to prove next year. That's your first Big Ten game. Oh, and by the way, you get to go to, at Illinois and but Brett, Brett Bielema is Talk about a building a, proce- a program and a process. That thing's going to get better there. By the way, you play Minnesota next year. Hmm. They had a pretty good year also. It's going to get real tight up in East Lansing. So before you rip Harbaugh on those 10-win seasons, you're looking at the same process. The program you hate so much, you are not only going down the same path as them, but now you're going against your rival who just beat Ohio State. A little different world we live in today. It ain't 2020 no more. It's 2021. Different world. We live in a different world today. So good luck, Mel Tucker. Good luck, Michigan State Spartan Dogs. Because you got to sit here again and think about how long am I willing to wait? When this guy makes $9.5 million a year, all the things that you said about Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, and look, they can't win, and look at all the money he's making, now you're at that world. You are in that big boy seat now, my friends. Good luck. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. You can talk about our expectations. We don't talk this. We don't talk that. Just wait next year when you lose four games. Just wait next year if you lose five games. Start seeing what those fans say now. Tuck coming? Is this Tuck going yet? Can he go yet? Can What's the buyout? Can we get him out of here? You can talk all you want about Michigan fans, but let me tell you something. When the big boy money comes, the big boy problems come. That's what it is. And you Spartan fans you can you know clench your fists. Because I know you're angry right now. I know you're angry your Buckeyes lost. Because I know you're big Buckeye fans too. And I know you're big Hawkeye fans this weekend. Which I understand. Because Michigan roots for Iowa against State in the Big Ten title also. So I'm not going to let that slide either. But I'm going to tell you something. Things are getting real hot. Things are getting real hot. Because now your hated rival won the Big Ten East. And your coach now makes more money than him. And your coach is going to have to prove that he can not only win 10 games, but he can win the Big Ten East. And that needs to happen real soon. Because I'm going to tell you something, in today's society, if it doesn't happen soon, people ain't buying it. And they're giving them a lot of money. And that's just where we are. This is where we are. So Spartan fans, clap, clap, clap for you. Thank you so much for saying all the things that are now happening to you. Probably comes before the fall. Enjoy it. Now, let's get to Michigan football. Michigan football gets the job done, 42-27. The offensive line w- was just outstanding. The, one of the more physical performances we've seen from a Michigan football team in a long time. And look, I, I'm all the things I just said, I'm not going to sit here and, and and poke the bear the whole time. I'm going to be honest with you. Michigan football has not been that great because the standard here is really, really high. And it just won't change because it's not allowed to change. Michigan has this tradition and all this. And look, some of it I don't even like. But the bottom line is that's what it is here. I don't make the rules. If you coach at Michigan, you're supposed to win the Big Ten championship. Those rules have been set in the 42 Big Ten titles. That's what they stand by, that's what they want. Now you have an opportunity to earn that, to get 43, to get to the college football playoff, something that these fans desperately want and need, and these past players desperately want and need, and these current coaches and players, and something they deserve, because they put in the work this year. They've had resolve, and it's never going to be handed to you. You've got to earn it. But this team definitely deserves it if they continue to go at this pace. I thought Hassan Haskins obviously was amazing, five touchdowns, offensive line completely crushed Ohio State, and Ohio State made a lot of mistakes. Let's not look past that. Ohio State did not play their best game, and honestly, that's what happens in these games. Michigan's lost a lot of games against Ohio State where they didn't play their best game either, so there's no excuse here. Sometimes the other team plays bad because they're worried about you. And I think there was a lot of you know that and there was a lot of everything in this game. It was a perfect scenario for Michigan, and they fully took advantage of Ohio State's mistakes and they fully took advantage of some weaknesses that that defense has. And they punished them. And honestly, if Cade McNamara doesn't throw the pick, it's probably uglier. You know, the, the, the pick near the end zone, that doesn't happen. Yeah, we're talking a completely different score than even 42-27. And it probably could have been worse than that even. Some people brought up the weather. I made the great point, just for all the excuse makers. Michigan outplayed them when it was clear. They outplayed them more when there wasn't any snow. Because if you look at the second half, Ohio State came out of the tunnel. It was clear as day. There was a little bit of snow on the ground, but there was no snow flurries. And Michigan stopped them that first drive, came right down the field and scored. And they took advantage of that team right away in nice weather. I wonder what it would have looked like in nicer weather. Maybe we could talk about that. But momentum's a huge part. There was some snow. It was cold. Michigan wanted to grind it out game. They've done it all year. Worked out beautiful. So here you are, Jim Harbaugh. All the naysayers, you can smack us in the face. I was a naysayer. I can admit it. I didn't have faith in this guy. I thought they would lose to Wisconsin on the road. I thought they would lose to Penn State on the road. I didn't think they'd lose to Michigan State. Had a lot of doubts after that one. Here we are. Definitely didn't think you would beat Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh, kudos to you and that staff. I was wrong. And this staff has done a remarkable job because it's never about just the head coach. People always want to talk bad about the head coach. It's about the staff you make. And by the way, let me rewind a little bit. Mel Tucker, you got a long ways to go with that staff, too. You're going to have to add some pieces because the pieces you got right now, Jay Johnson, Scotty Hazleton, I hope they stay forever. I really do. I hope they stay forever because, number one, Mike McDonald's going to want a little bit of revenge next year. He's a little mad at you, Jay Johnson. So I like our advantages and the coaching staff as well in that rivalry. But the bottom line is it's been a huge piece to Michigan's puzzle this year. they got better coaches, they got younger coaches, and they got good positional coaches. You add someone like Mike Hart, look at the way those running backs run this year. They're more patient, they hit the hole when they want, and that old line knows how to block for them. And they just punished Ohio State, period. There ain't nothing else to say besides that. The Big Ten East divisional champs, and they got to get it done against Iowa. And I just want to say this, though, and I don't want to give too much hope because I've been very, very pessimistic about this program. But I'm going to be honest with everybody here. When you look at the teams that they could play, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but look, it's just impossible not to you're one game away from getting to the college football playoffs, So you look at the teams you'll probably play. And i got news for everybody. Number one, that Cincinnati first game does not really worry me too much. Is Cincinnati a really good football team? Absolutely. But I don't have as much worry about playing them as I would some of the teams that have been in the college football playoff the last few years. This ain't Clemson you're going out there against. This is Cincinnati. And I can tell you guys something else. Last year, there's a team that gave Georgia a whole lot of problems in their bowl game. And guess who it was? Cincinnati. So, why not us? Jim Harbaugh said it. Why not us? And I know that's going to really rub people the wrong way. And I know it's going to really work up a lot of people in this state. But I'm going to say this also. Put your feelings aside and your emotions aside and realize this is good for everyone. I know that's never going to register. I know if you're a Spartan fan. I know if you're an Ohio State fan, which rightfully so, you should hate this. But Michigan State fans, I got something nice to say to you, believe it or not. This is a good thing. You want people to want to hear the word Michigan. What's going on out there? Michigan, oh, by the way, If Michigan's so good, Michigan State must be pretty damn good because they beat them. You ever think about that for a second, Spartans? All you're worried about is what Michigan does, but you're not worried about what you did to them. You beat them. You beat them in your house. That helps you with recruiting. You beat a college football playoff team if they make it. You beat a team right now that's ranked number two. You beat that team. This is great for you. You don't want to sit here and say, yeah, we beat Michigan. Well, who'd Michigan beat? Well, nobody. <laughs> you know, it does nothing for you. It does nothing for you in recruiting. There needs to be a situation where Michigan State fans, you sit here and say, you know what? It's going to hurt. But I really like it when Michigan beats Ohio State, because I'm getting really tired of everybody just saying, eh, you're just Michigan State, I want to go to Ohio State. You are not looking at the big picture. It has been Ohio State and everybody else. And you've heard it all year, and you've heard it for multiple years. It's Ohio State and everybody else. If you're a Michigan State fan, a Michigan State alum, a Michigan State current player, and you listen to this show, you should be happy knowing we just beat Michigan, who was one of the best teams in the country. We're going to say that in recruiting all the time. We're not going to talk bad about Michigan. We're going to just say we beat Michigan. We beat Michigan. They're a great team. We respect them. And then they know we're coming for them. But instead, it's got to be this childish act of constantly ripping Michigan. It never works. It never works in the end. You got to stop doing that. I'm giving you guys on the Spartan side a free lesson. Quit talking so much about your rival. You're just giving them free publicity. <laughs> it's all you're doing. All you're doing is giving free advertising and marketing to the Wolverines. All you're doing is talking about them, about how shitty they are. Well, they're not that shitty they're pretty good. They're 11 and 1. I know it hurts, but it's a good thing because guess what that one was? You could talk all about how you hate all those 11 wins, but guess who that one loss was against too? You. You they lost to you. Embrace it. Embrace that part of it. Quit worrying about Ohio State, Iowa, and every other team they play. Worry about the fact that you beat them, and that's your only seller. That's all you gotta say. I see Spartan fans been saying it. I respect that. Hey, yeah, great season, but we beat your ass. Whatever, you know, it was a close game, but hey, you get bragging rights. That's what this thing's all about. Ohio State fans can talk about all the last 37 games they want. 2021, it was 42-27. That's all that matters. If one team's going to the Big Ten East, Champion, you know, or the Big Ten uh, championship game, won the East, you're at home. <laughs> that's, that's how it is. Phil Jackson said, you're only as good as your last act. You got to keep winning. Well, that goes for everybody. Hey, Life of Ball Podcast, we give your game life. Look, I, I just want to continue the conversation. I actually like the fact that we can talk about something positive in this state. This state has a lot of crap that I don't like about it. I hate the weather. It's too cold. I step outside. I can barely walk. I'm really excited that we have two good football teams. And no, do I love Michigan State the way I like Michigan? I don't. But I don't hate you. I can't hate my little brother. Ha! Had to go there. I can't hate my little brother, and you shouldn't hate your big brother. You should always want to beat your big brother. That should how it always should be, and you should not care about what big brother does when he's outside the family. Let him live his best life, and you focus on you, little brother, and that's all that matters. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk more Michigan football and Michigan State football. Hey, Michigan State's still going to have a great bowl game to go to, and Michigan's got to handle business. Thanks again for tuning in on The Lab.